Let's stand up together. Uh, amen. Good to see all of you here for prayer. Uh, I'm not going to take long, but I do want to just, I told you I would teach a little bit about prayer uh, because the word uh, inspires me to move in faith, right? Faith comes when you hear the word, right? So there's a little, that one little verse about prayer that's uh, just been on my mind all the way here and all the way through worship. You don't have because you don't ask. You have not because you ask not. So you got to stop and ask yourself, well, what do I not have that I would have if I bothered to pray? Right? So, and you know what? I can't answer that uh, because that's you and this is me. Now, I might know more about me, but you ask yourself, what would I have? Or put it this way, what have I wanted? What have I needed? What has been burdening me? What have I wished God would do? But I haven't bothered to pray about it. So what do I not have in my life I would have if I'd prayed? It's an open book. It's, it's an open question. And maybe we won't even know till we get to heaven some of the things we could have had if we had just prayed. But we do know some things we're going to pray for tonight. And I told you, everybody have one of these? If you don't have one of these, raise your hand. Oh my, ushers, leap, jump, where are they? Ushers, where did Leticia go? Um, we, we want to get you one of these, and um, we had them printed for you. And I guess they weren't ready for this, <laughs> this possibility. So anyway, so while they grab them, because I know we printed some, here they come. So next time, guys, we need to have them in here. And all right, let's, let's, uh, if you raise, if you don't have one, raise your hand. This is the Lord's Prayer. Boy, they're moving fast. This section is forsaken. All the ushers have gone to my left. Never a good sign when the ushers go left. Cheap joke. Anyway, get over here. Yeah, there we go. Everybody with their hand up, and we want to get you one of these. When you get it, give the Lord a wave offering here with it, okay? All right, good. You need one, Jonathan? You got one. Okay. All right. Now, this is, this is a great teaching on the Lord's Prayer. Let's go ahead and pray, and we're going to be seated. Let me just share and expound on this a little bit. Father, thank you for prayer. And Lord, tonight we're going to pray. And we're asking you to answer. Bring things into our life, into our experience, that we would never have had had we not prayed. Lord, we know that when we leave tonight, some things are on the way because we did pray. And we thank you for it in the name of Jesus. And I pray that everybody here tonight is set on fire with a spirit of prayer. And thank you, Lord, for transforming Turning Point into a powerful praying church. In Jesus' name, amen. Turn to your neighbor and say, pray. You can be seated. Now, um, you know that this, this is a, a little prayer guide. This is the Lord's Prayer broken down into a, a way that 
You can easily spend an hour praying through this. I pray it virtually every day. Not through this, because I know it by heart, but I pray through the Lord's Prayer. One day the disciples were watching Jesus pray. And something about the way he prayed, they said, this man knows how to pray. So they said, teach us to pray like we see you praying. And he said, okay, then here's what you do. When you pray, say, our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Let's pray it together, can we? If you've got it there, just, just pray it with me. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our sins for we also forgive everyone that is indebted to us. I've got a different version, sorry. <laughs> and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil, or literally the evil one. Jesus is talking about an evil personality. He's talking about the devil. And then, how does it end? Let's lift our hands and just say it. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Now, we've been going through this. It's taken a while, but we're going through it. Jesus started out with praise. Hallowed be your name. That's praise. And we talked about the names of God on the first Wednesday night we went into this um, and how they mean. He's my provider. He's my healer. He's my banner. He's my shepherd. He's my righteousness. He's my sanctifier. He's my peace. And he is there. Where's there? Wherever you need him to be. Amen? He's there. Then he said, pray next. Now that part is praise. Next, he talked about purpose. Pray this way. Your kingdom come, and your will be done, Lord, on earth as it is in heaven. And we shared with you that that means you start praying for yourself first. Because if you're not right, how are you going to get anybody else right? So, We need to pray first over ourselves. And I pray things like this. Lord, order my steps today in your word. And don't let any iniquity have dominion over me. Today, guide me, lead me, direct me, counsel me, use me. Keep me in the epicenter of your will. Then, you pray over your family. You pray over your in-laws. You pray over your children. Pray over your spouse. You cover your family. Because if if family ain't working, not much else is going to work. All right? Family is very important. If you don't have children, your marriage is important. If you're single, you got family somewhere, you pray over them. But then you move out and you pray for your church. church. Listen, I'm the lead pastor here, the founder of the church. But anyway, I need your prayer. All right, all of us pastors, we need your prayer because we're on the front lines and we need your prayer. All right, so you pray for us, you pray for the ministries in the house, you pray for all these things. Then you move out to your nation and to the world. But you're praying the kingdom come. That's purpose. So it begins with praise, goes to purpose. Next, it goes to provision, and this is where we are tonight. Let's say it together. Give us this day. Our daily bread. Um, One way to translate the Greek language here would be, give us what we need for today. Give me enough for today. Provide for me. So 
Jesus is teaching us to look to God to be Jehovah Jireh, our provider. He's ultimately, he's your provider. So you pray every day. What is Jesus doing? He's teaching us dependence every day, daily dependence on God. Daily, not just on Sundays, not just when we're in trouble, but before you're in trouble. Give us this day, today, Lord, today I'm dependent on you. I need breath in my lungs. I need health. I need finances. I need uh, bread to eat. But the way I phrase it when I pray is I also need, Lord, today give me daily bread out of this, your word. Feed me spiritually and feed me physically. So Jesus is literally teaching daily dependence. Now, I've shared with you, all you got to do is look at the Old Testament, the children of Israel going across the wilderness. What did God teach them? I'm going to put the manna on the ground for you every day. You've got to go every day and gather it except on the Sabbath. Every day, you've got to gather what I provide. You can't use yesterday because it went rotten overnight. Manna had a real short shelf life. All right, one day. So you go gather that manna, and every day you were dependent on the God of heaven to put it on the ground. And you went and gathered enough for your household and went back home. Here's today's manna. How are we going to eat it? Fried, boiled, baked, microwaved? How are we going to eat it? But they had manna for 40 years. Ah, that would have made me want to get across the Jordan quicker. Because when they got across the Jordan, the manna ceased. Okay? But just catch this. Why did God do that? Why didn't he just give them enough for a week? Because God wanted them every day. He was teaching them to look to him by faith every day for his care, for his provision. So every day. And and, uh, they were supposed to gather enough for two days before the Sabbath. But other than that, every day. So I'm dependent on God every day. And he takes care of me every day. So here comes Jesus in the new covenant. And he said, I want you to pray the same way. I want you to have the same dependence they did. Give us today. Give me today, Lord, what I need. I need your peace. I need your strength. I need your guidance. I need your word. I need your finances. I need what I need to make it today. Today. Isn't God good? Now, a couple of things we have in our little handout. When you pray this way, you got to be sure you're in the will of God. You can't be living in sin and say, Lord, give me my daily provision. Living in sin. Okay? Living a sinful lifestyle. God's got one thing to say to you if you're in a sinful lifestyle. Repent, and then I'll provide for you. Okay? So, so let's don't, we can't play games with God. Oh, yeah, yeah, well, you know, um, I'm pretty much right with you, Lord. I know in a couple of areas of my life I'm living in a way that your word forbids, but, but the rest of it, I'm cool. God says, no, let's get it right. Be sure you're in the will of God. As much as you know to be. Every day I say, Lord, as much as I know to be, 
I'm in your will. I'm in your will. There's no area in my life that I'm aware of where there's any open sin. No, I'm as good as I know to get. Am I perfect? No. Am I sincere? Yes. Now, believe it's God's will to provide for you. Do you believe it? Do you believe it's God's will? Do you believe he cares enough to get what you need to you? Do you? You got to believe it's his will. You know, if we pray, but we really don't believe he cares much about providing for us, we're not going to pray long enough to get down the street. The only reason you pray for provision is you believe he's the provider who's going to get it to you. He's going to get to you what you need. And be specific. Don't say, Lord, just bless me good. You know, how many of you have ever prayed for a certain amount of money? I mean, right down to the penny, the dime, the nickel, whatever, you had an amount. Me too. This is what I need, Lord. I'm looking at this bill. This is what I need, right? So you be specific. Be specific. And then be tenacious. Everybody say tenacious. Somebody said once, a well-known preacher, I heard him. They said, if you pray for something more than once, you're not praying in faith. And I thought, where did you get that? Because that's not what my Bible says. My Bible says stay at it till you get it. Right? Because so much of what Jesus had to say, as a matter of fact, if you follow the Lord's Prayer, like in Luke 11, in Luke 11, if you just go past, yours is the kingdom, power, and glory forever, immediately Jesus continues talking about tenacity in prayer, perseverance, don't give up, keep on praying. He gives a parable, I'm not going to go through the whole parable, but it's a good one, and then he goes into ask, seek, knock. So when you're praying for provision, we are to ask and keep on asking, seek and keep on seeking. Knock and keep on knocking. Because it will, you will find, uh, you will receive, and it will be opened up to you. That door will be opened up to you. But there are some times, folks, that we've just got to persevere in prayer. We've got to be tenacious. And most of Jesus' teaching on prayer had to do with tenacity. He taught them a, a, a parable that men ought always to pray and not to faint, Luke 18, 1. He taught them that men ought always to pray and not to faint. Don't give up. Keep on praying. Asking, seeking, and knocking. Many things in my life, just personally, I know you can say the same thing, have, been, have come to me when I have persevered, sometimes over a long period of time. I prayed for my dad for years. He was so lost. He was a good guy. He was a just a good, natural, post-World War II conservative guy. Uh, had a lot of common sense and all of that. But he was a brain. And he could not intellectually grasp Christianity, so he rejected it. And I prayed for years. <sighs> Finally, I just said, Lord, get him. 
I prayed for years. And nothing. Nothing. Like Elijah's telling Gehazi, his little servant, to go out and look in the sky. And he came back and said, there's nothing. There's nothing. Elijah, though, did not operate by what his natural eyes saw. He operated in faith because his eye of faith, are you ready, saw what wasn't there yet. Faith is the evidence of things you don't yet see. Okay, so he kept on praying one time, two times, three times, four, five times. Gehazi comes back, boss, there's nothing. Go back again. And he, he's down, he's praying. Six times he comes back, nothing. He says, go back, go back. Doesn't matter what you don't see. Doesn't matter if nothing's happened yet. Sometimes nothing happening is the sure sign something is happening. Just because it hasn't materialized in time and space doesn't mean that God has not heard you and is moving on your behalf. So Jesus said, be tenacious. And so the seventh time he comes back and says, boss, praise God. At least I can tell you there's a little bitty cloud the size of a man's hand. Not much, but it's there. And that's all he needed. He said, flee, go tell Ahab to get in his chariot and go back home because we're about to be in a downpour, a gully washer, a storm. And sure enough, the clouds grew dark and what they had prayed for all that time came. But for a long time, there's nothing. So Jesus is saying, don't let nothing stop you from praying. Amen? How many of you are praying for something and you see nothing? Come on, tell the truth. Yeah, you see nothing. Now, you got to be sure it's in the will of God. You got to be sure it's in the will of God. If you're praying for the Rolls Royce and it hadn't showed up yet, you might want to drop back and punt. (laughs) But if you know it's in the will of God, but there's nothing there yet, it doesn't mean a thing. If you're praying according to the will of God, nothing means nothing. You keep praying until it appears. And it may come like a cloud the size of a man. That's not what I prayed for, a cloud the size of a man's hand. I was praying for a major storm. But that little cloud the size of a man's hand is the beginning of God's answer. So I just wanted to share this to build us up, build our faith that Jesus, nobody encouraged prayer in the Bible like Jesus. Nobody. So how many of you tonight can say, I've got a need? I've got a need I've been praying about. How many can say, it's been a while, I'm still praying. Come on, I'm still praying. Let's stand up together. Amen, amen, amen. Amen. Lord, we just thank you right now for encouraging your people to pray. We thank you, Lord, that you said persevere. You told us to keep on praying. You told us to not faint. You told us, Lord, to stay with it. You told us to come to you again and again and again and again. You taught us, Lord, to not give up and not quit and not faint and not give up on prayer because it didn't come in our timetable. You taught us to pray and that we would, you, would, you would answer us, that you're a prayer-answering God. You taught that the Father is a prayer-answering God. 
And you taught us every day, Lord, to be dependent on you, to look to you and depend on you for daily provision. And so, Lord, tonight we come to you as a church body. We come to you, Lord, as, as your church. This is your house, your church. And we come to you and we ask you, Lord, in Jesus' name, hear us tonight. Thank you that your ear is inclined towards us and your eye is over us. We thank you, Lord, that we can pray and know that we've been heard. As you told us, Lord, in your word, if we pray according to your will, we know we have what we have asked of you. And so, Lord, tonight we come to you in Jesus' name. We come to you with all the needs represented here. We come to you, Lord, with our discouragements and disillusionments and letdowns and setbacks and, and Lord, all the things that have come against us in this culture. We, we, just, we just thank you, Lord, that in spite of all of those things, the promises of God are true. The promises of God are like standing on a rock. And so, Lord, we come to you tonight, first of all, with ourselves and with the needs that are on us, the need to unload burdens, the need to, to let the heavy stuff be rolled onto you. All the cares, all the worries, all the fears, all of the pressure, all of the stresses, we roll our burden upon the Lord. And we cast our cares upon you. In the mighty name of Jesus, we thank you, Lord, for the yea and the amen over every promise of God. We thank you, Lord, that we do not pray in vain. We don't approach you in vain. And we will not walk away empty-handed once we have prayed that, Lord, something is moved and changed and released when we pray. We don't want it to be said of us, Lord, over our whole life that we didn't have because we didn't bother to ask. Lord, we boldly come boldly to the throne of grace that we might obtain mercy and find the grace to help us in the hour of need and pray in a time when you may be found in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Now, here's what I want to do tonight. There's a, there's a good number of us here. And here's what I want to do. I want us to break up in groups for about five minutes. That's all. And I want you to share one need that you have with that group. One need. Four to five of you, maybe six of you, stop there. That's enough. But just here's one need that I've got. Money, healing, deliverance, peace in my house, uh, my marriage healed, uh, Listen, don't be afraid you're going to shock somebody. Everybody in here is dealing with stuff. Amen? So I want you to take five minutes. I'm going to time it, and then we're going to come back together. And Jonathan's going to help us pray. Johnny's going to help us pray. And we're going to pray for our country. We're going to pray that God sends a revival, a genuine awakening to America. But first, let's begin with us, okay? Let's begin with us. So, so just get four or five people around you, and you can be seated if you want, or you can stay standing and pray for one another in Jesus' name. Pray for one another. Worthy of every song we could ever sing.
Yes, Lord. Show me yes, oh God. And me yes, oh God. If we, could, if we could begin to wrap it up and let's move down towards the front and we're going to pray together as a congregation. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Let's go ahead and, and, and turn this way and um, hate to rush you, but there's things we want to pray for. 
Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for hearing us and answering us. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Amen. 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 All right, everybody, we're going to be we're going to be praying together. If I can get you all to say amen and uh, let's turn this way and we're going to pray. First of all, we're going to pray over the American education system. Now, I want to say when I say something like that, we have many teachers who are good, noble who are on the front lines of the battle and need our prayers. And I'm in no way, when I say we're praying for the American education system, I'm in no way reflecting on so many of the teachers that are great teachers and so committed uh, to the kids. That's not it at all. But the things that are trying to get into the education system and this terrible thing that happened in Nashville, just incomprehensible. And we want to pray that God will move on our public schools. Amen? So Jonathan's going to pray with us, uh, pray for us, and lead us in prayer. Go ahead, Jonathan. Let's do it. Thank you, Lord. We don't have any mic up here. Here we go. Hello? There we go. God, we thank you right now, Lord, that you are still on the throne, Father. And there's not a thing that hasn't happened that you don't already know about, Father. And God, you know every plot of the enemy, every scheme, every strategy, Father. And you have already prepared to defeat that in the name of Jesus. God, if we would just humble ourselves as believers in Jesus and come together and pray, oh, Father. Though the enemy may come in like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord will raise up a standard against him. And so, God, we pray right now over all the schools, God, public, private, charter, college, universities, God. We pray, oh, Lord, for the will of God to be done, God. We pray you move Move on those principles. We pray you move on superintendents. And we pray, God, that you would stop the the satanic agenda right now in the name of Jesus, Father. Father. Yes, Lord. We pray that people will come to their senses, yes, O Lord. Lord, and see the plot yes, and see the scheme, God, and just see that these things do not even make sense, O God. I pray that yes, the Christian Lord. teachers and Christian principles, O Lord, oh, will God. not be ashamed yes, of the Lord. gospel of Jesus Christ yes, because it Lord. is the power of God unto salvation and that they will not back down, God. They will not yes, bow Lord. down, Father God. They will stand up and yes, they will speak Lord. up, God, and they will say what their Lord, rights Lord, are, Lord, Father. Lord, and I pray in the name of Jesus for Lord, every God. student, O God. God, cause a great awakening to come in the education system right now. Spirit of the living God, hover upon every single school and not only protect those schools, oh God, from the wiles of the enemy, but I pray right now, God, that you would raise up leaders, leaders after your heart, God, firebrands, God, leaders for your heart, God, leaders who will talk about Jesus openly, God, who will pray openly, oh Lord, who will not be ashamed, God, who will declare the goodness of God. I pray right now, Father God, that you weed out every agenda and every scheme and every plot of the devil right now and expose the deeds of darkness in the name of Jesus and execute it out of our systems right now, out of all our schools, oh God. Father, they are going after the minds of our children, Father, the next generation, and we just pray right now that you would supernaturally guard them and protect them from all the plots of the enemy right now, God. Would you do it, O oh Lord? We proclaim it and we agree yes, for it in oh the God. name of Jesus. Send an awakening yes, oh right now in yes, Jesus' Lord. name. Amen. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. 
Now we want to pray over our church. You know, you can't give what you don't have. Amen. Amen. And so the fuller we get with prayer and the Holy Spirit and faith and commitment to the Great Commission, like I like to call the Greatest Commission, then the more effective we're going to be. So we need to pray over all the departments in our church. There's so many ministries going on that you don't know anything about. Uh, prison ministry. I mean, every we just finished uh, totally renovating a bathroom for a little widow lady who uh, had dirt floor. And we renovated the whole bathroom. So that was a natural thing to do. But it was, it was done in the name of Jesus and it was a blessing thing to do. Amen? We're able to do that. So let's just pray. Uh, let's just pray over the departments, Johnny, in Jesus' name. Thank Lord you, Lord. God, we lift up this church to you, Lord. We lift up every ministry here in this church, God. We pray this church is the tip of the spear for your kingdom, Lord. We yes. pray that every seat here is filled, Lord. Bless yes. every leader, God. We pray right now that we will dedicate in our lives as Daniel purposed in his heart to pray to you yes. every day, no matter what the law says, no matter yes. what anybody says, Lord that you will bless everything going on here in this church, Lord, because we put you first. And if we don't, we pray you convict us, Lord. You humble every one of us here, God. We don't get haughty for you, Lord. These are not our ministries. We are stewards of these ministries. These are your ministries, Lord, that we give to you, God. That's all it is. We do everything for you, Lord Jesus, every single thing. Lord, I pray you bless tip menders, taking Jesus to the streets, heals, man church, all the staff, Lord, every pastor here, Pastor Bob, with um, yes, Celebrate Lord, Recovery, yes. Lord, Grief Share, Divorce yes. Care, God. Every single minister that we have here is yes. under the name of Jesus Christ alone. Everything we do here, bless Pastor Ray with the children in the back, God. Bless yes, Pastor Jonathan, Lord. Pastor Jeff, every single pastor here, yes. Lord, every single leader here, every single yes. elder, deacon, every single teacher we have here, Lord. Yes. If there's anything that comes before you, God, destroy it and convict us all that we all turn back to you, Lord. That's the only way that this church will be full and blessed is if the leaders here will seek you as we are doing, God. And if we're not, show us the way, God. Show us our sins. Show us our conviction. Examine every single one of us, Lord, that we will turn to you with every single thing we have, God. This church gives you everything. We always put you first. Bless Pastor Jeff and the radio ministries that we have, Lord. We go through the entire world, Lord. I pray many, many, many letters will come in and say, I was saved through this ministry, God. I came to know Jesus through this church, Lord, through Turning Point Church. I pray Friday, Lord, on Channel 8, that the uh, honor-bound God will go throughout the entire Metroplex, the entire world, Lord. People that have never heard your name will come to know you, want to know what is going on in this church, God. I pray you bless every word they say, God. Bless every action that we do here in this church because it's all for you, Lord. Lord, we humble ourselves before you. Right now, we come boldly to your throne room, God. We know that you hear our prayers. We know that you want to answer our prayers because our desires are your desires because you've given us a new heart, God. Show us the way. Guide us in your will, in your will alone, Lord. Bless this church. We want to go through the entire world for you, God. As we go out, everything, especially this weekend, God. Fill this place up. I pray there's not an empty seat, Lord. I pray you open the hearts and the minds of every single person here. As Pastor Jeff gives your word, Lord. Now, everyone, I want to reach out a hand to Pastor Jeff right now. And, Lord, we just anoint Pastor Jeff. You anoint him, God. We thank you so much for this man and his leadership here in this church, God. We don't pray enough for our pastors. But right now, we just pray for this man, God. Protect this man as he leads all of us spiritually, Lord. He is the spiritual covering that you've put over us, Lord. I pray for his health right now, God, that he has 
decades of preaching and teaching left in him, Lord. The tank is still full, God, and we love him, Lord, and we thank you so much for his leadership and his stewardship of your word here in this church. We pray this in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. And Cindy, we need to pray for Cindy. Uh, let's just pray, not just for Cindy, but Leticia just had to be taken out because she was faint. And they're having to take her to get medical help. And uh, she's our executive assistant. And so we need to pray for her and pray for Cindy, who's about 75%. She's getting there, but it's very slow. And um, then we're going to pray over this weekend. Uh, Friday morning, we're going to be on Good Morning Texas. Good Morning Texas. And uh, how they knew about us, I do not know. I intend to find out, but right now I don't know. But we're going to be on, uh, and what a chance. And they literally emailed me and said, this is going to give you a chance to talk about what's on your heart. Well, I'll tell you what's on my heart. I'm going to get the gospel in so quick they're not going to know what happened. <laughs> because Channel 8, Good Morning Texas, that's hundreds of thousands of viewers. So pretty cool. Uh, God did that. Friday night, it's going to be a great uh, primer for Resurrection Sunday. Amen. And then uh, Resurrection Sunday, 9 and 11, going to be packed so many people but you know what a lot of people are going to walk in here that are totally lost and that ought to matter to us if you believe do you believe there's a real hell you believe there's a real hell jesus said there was and there are people that are desperate desperate people and we're going to pray for them there's people considering suicide coming Sunday. I promise you. There, there's people that don't know what to do with their life. Their marriage is ending, crashing on the rocks. Uh, all kinds of issues and problems. And we're going to believe God to break through on them, but it's going to take prayer. Amen? So, Father, we just pray right now as your church family. We pray for Leticia and for Cindy that you will heal their bodies. What they're battling with, what they're fighting, that you will heal them Heal them, Lord. Heal them. Let the virtue, the, the, the virtue that flowed into the woman with the issue of blood, let the same healing virtue flow into their bodies and heal them. And Lord, we give this weekend to you. This weekend, Lord, it's your target. It's your time. It's your opportunity. And we're going to make the most of this opportunity. So Lord, starting with Friday morning on Good Morning Texas and Friday night, a worship concert and Sunday, Lord, celebrating the resurrection of Jesus from the dead. We pray that as we celebrate your resurrection, that people all over the sanctuary in both services will be resurrected from the spiritual dead, that they will find life, experience life, that they'll go from blind to sight to lost to found to hell bound, to heaven bound. And Lord, you will do a miracle Sunday. We will leave rejoicing, carrying a great harvest with us. We believe you for it, Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray the Spirit of God breaks through. We pray for a mighty breakthrough, that we don't have to struggle, that we don't have to push, 
but that we are ministering under an open heaven. And Lord, you will pour out your glory and your might. And we thank you for it, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus. If you believe God heard that, give him praise today. Thank you, Lord. Now, what I want to do as we're getting ready to leave, if you've got a need tonight for healing, a particular need for a breakthrough, uh, something that is really pressing on you, I want you to come down and line up here and let us anoint you with oil in the name of the Lord. Uh, I want you to know we're thinking about you. We're not just praying for everybody else, but we're focused on you too. And we're going to believe God to touch you. So if you've got a need tonight, I want you to come and let us pray for you in the name of Jesus. And we're going to worship and we're going to believe God as we worship. And, and you don't have to leave yet. We're doing great with time. It's only four after eight. Uh, we never end till about 8, 10 or 8, 15. So don't worry about it. Don't be clock-eyed. Be Jesus-eyed. Amen. Amen. And so we're going to believe God to touch and to minister, to lift heavy burdens, to bring healing in Jesus' mighty name. So let's worship Ronnie and let's pray for these precious people. Thank you, Lord. Jesus' name. Are you the ones that are going to talk to Sunday? Yeah, there we go.
Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Mm-hmm. Father, we just thank you for blessing everyone in this altar right now. We praise you for your blessing. We praise you, Lord, for your touch. We thank you, Lord, that we have not prayed in vain tonight, but we will see results because we prayed. We're going we're gonna to sense it and we're going to experience God doing something that never would have happened if we had not prayed. Lord, we thank you for all the promises of God. And Jesus speaking, yea and amen over them. We thank you for it in Jesus' mighty name. And everybody said amen. Give the Lord a hand of praise. Amen, amen, amen. Thank you, Lord. We're just going to worship as we go. God bless you. Bring somebody to Friday night and Sunday morning. We'll see you for Resurrection Sunday. And let's worship as we go. Thank you, Lord.